Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We serve a good God. Amen. You know, I'm saying he's so. I, I had people when I literally did probably buy my daughter things that I shouldn't have, but that's okay. But I had people that would say, oh, you're just, that's too much. You know, they would call our God extravagant because we don't even, we don't have most of what he wants us to have right now True. Amen. Yeah. because he's good. I mean, he'll start pouring in your cup and he'll just keep going until it overflows. Right. Amen. He'll give you fish until your nets break. I mean, he's just that good. And you know, when we, when we make him small, and, and don't allow, or people say, well, that's just too much. I've had people say, well, you just can't believe God for anything. Yeah, you can believe God for anything. Yes, that's right. Amen. He is such a good father. Yes. And we, we don't even compare yes. to the fatherness of God. Amen. Yes, Amen. He, he's just good. That's not even part of the message. <laughs> Glory to God. I was just thinking about how good. He's extravagant. That's what he is. He's, yes. he's a very extravagant God. He, he won't just get you a gift. He'll give you the best gifts. He gave us the best gift of all in Jesus, and He is an extravagant good God. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 12. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. You know, I was, uh, and, and, I, and I probably a lot of people do this, but I've been purposing to catch myself not loving. Amen? And I don't know that people always do that. I mean, I don't know if you ever sit there and you you, you notice yourself judging people. None of you guys will do that. So I'm going to tell you, it's not what you want to do. But the most the, the the more sad thing is, is most of the time we don't catch ourselves judging people. <laughs> you know, I was talking to Brother Moore actually this past week, and we were talking about you know different situations, and he was telling me something, and he. He said, now, if you go here, you've left love. And when he said it, I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm like, wouldn't it be neat if we had a little thing that popped into our head that said, you're now leaving love. You're now leaving. Love. You know, as you, as you begin to judge, immediately this pops up and says, you're leaving love. And, and you know, it actually started doing that. And my, I was sitting here and I said, we were, me and Kim were doing something the other night. And I, I, I looked at, I was looking at a situation and I said, I just looked back and I said, Jesus is amazing. He is, because he never looked at a situation the way we look at him. He didn't judge him. He loved him. And that's amazing. And we can do that. In fact, that's what we're told to do. And, and, and when we find ourselves leaving love and we catch ourselves, it's, that's when it's time to say, whoa, step back and then start again with love. Start again with unfailing, everlasting eternal, things that will help, things that will bring answers, pray. You know, if you see a situation and you're about to judge it, wouldn't it be a good situation to pray for? Right? I mean, wouldn't it be so much better to pray than to judge? Because when you judged, you helped nobody. Right? But when you prayed, you gave answers. You, you brought in, you opened doors for God to begin to do something, to work in a situation that otherwise He couldn't work in. And that love that, that God is, is what we are. If we're a child of God, we can be led by that love that He is. Amen? Amen? Every action that we, that we react to 
can be born out of His love. How many know He doesn't react any other way than love? Because He is love. So every reaction He has is love. You know, a lot of people say, well, how, that, how can that be? I've read stuff in the Bible that doesn't look like love. You don't know what happened. You don't know the situation. God is love, so it had to be love. Right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It, it, it doesn't matter what you see. It's what He is. Amen. And, and for us to, to look at a situation and judge it otherwise is for us to, be, to, to pull back from the love of God. Because we don't, we don't trust that love anymore. Amen. We have to trust that God's good. We have to trust that He'll take care of us. Why? Because He will. Amen? He said that He would, and He has proven it. Even people who don't think He's taking care of them, He took care of you today. You know, they sing His mercy endures forever. That's how long His mercy endures. Every day when you wake up, mercy is taking care of you. You say, I really didn't need mercy. You needed mercy every day. There's not going to be a day that you don't. If you didn't need it, he wouldn't. He, he, he would need it to endure forever. The the love qualities of God are eternal qualities. They are qualities that don't quit. They don't give up. They don't run out. Now you know. Then you could say love never fails. Love never fails. We fail love. Amen. Love may be available, but we have to walk in it. It's just like me sitting in that restaurant. Somebody walks by. My, I have the opportunity to love from my heart or, or flesh from my head, flesh out from my head. Amen? You know, if you see somebody reacting wrong to something, God had an answer for that. He said, love your enemies. (laughs) So you can pray for them immediately. You, You immediately have grounds to work in their life. Why? Because God said love them. And what was he literally saying? He's saying, release a different power than what you're releasing. Amen? Because when we judge, we, re- we don't release any good power. We don't do any good thing. We give no good answers. We judge. Amen? Where did I say to open up to? 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to talk about love. Amen? You know, love is the, is the spirit that created the universe, right? It, it, is, it is the spiritual force that created the universe. It's the spiritual force that saved you and me. It's the spiritual force that heals you and me. It's the spiritual force that changes us. It's not a feeling. You may feel it because it's a spiritual force, but it's not a feeling. You don't have to wait to feel something to love somebody. We actually are born again by the Spirit of God, and we have love in, in us to love people with. The same love that He loved you with, He gave you to love others with. Amen? And, and He gave you to love everyone with it. Amen? And, you know, we, we have this idea, we read the Old Testament, we think, well, they love this way. In the New Testament, they're asking us to love this way. It's the same love. Remember what God said in Malachi. He said, I'm the Lord, I change not. These are things, these are qualities of love. He, cha- he changes not. Why? Therefore, the sons of Jacob are not consumed. So why is he not changing? Because he changes, you're consumed. That's love. Love changes not. That's why it fails not. Amen? And, 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 and as, we, as we begin to not only enter into this love, 
but work out of this love, then we become unfailing. We become, you know, we had a, we had a, uh, in about the third grade, we lived out on a farm. And in the back of us, way back in the field, we had a creek. And that thing never ran dry. I mean, we followed it as far as we'd get our BB guns and our dog. Right? And now what you do? And you start following the creek. And we followed that thing as far as we could follow it. And it didn't matter what time of year it was, that creek ran. Why? Because it was a faithful creek born out of a faithful spring. Amen? And because of that, it never failed. This is what the love of God is. I had to go to the creek to see it. I would have to, I, we drank out of the creek. I know you're not supposed to do that now, but that's where it was good water. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened after that, but it was cold and good and we liked it. Amen. And we weren't supposed to get wet, so we would jump as far as we could and trying to try to see how far, how close to getting wet we could get without getting wet. Sometimes we fell back in and got wet, and then we had to really wait to go home so that mom didn't know we got wet. But it was a good spring. It was a good spring. And, and that, that's, that, that's an analogy of God's love, but it's not even as big as God's love. God's love never quits. It doesn't give up on you. Amen? And it's always right there, no matter what you need at any given time. That's the mercy that endures forever. Amen? And, 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 it, and it fails not. And, and these are the things that he's asking us to do. Um, in, in 1 Corinthians 12, it says, in, in verse 31, it says, In desire, I'm going to read it out of the Young's Literal, if I can. Sometimes that's hard to read. And desire earnestly the better gifts, and yet a far excelling way do I show to you. And, and you know what he's saying? He's saying, these gifts are great, but I got to show you how to use them. Yes. Amen. The gifts are awesome. The, the the things that God can do in you and through you are amazing. You know the the speaking in other tongues, the the prophecy, the the those those are amazing gifts. But you have to use them right. That they ha- they have one way they work, yes. and, and and let me show you that way. And then he begins to go in to talking about love. He says, he says, if with tongues of men and of messengers I speak and have not love, I've become brass sounding or a cymbal tingling. You know, and, and you know, we could talk or we could talk in love. I could, I could give you an answer or I could give you a love answer. An answer is temporary and it might, it's like, it's like putting a band-aid on. It doesn't fix it. Right? But a love answer is eternal. Not only will it help you today, it'll help you tomorrow. It'll help you the next day. And 20 years from now, you'll remember that moment. And in that moment, you'll realize that God was giving you something that would affect you for the rest of your life. Because that's what love does. The things of God and the things that are born out of God are love and they're eternal. They're everlasting. They, they, they'll work in you and with you as long as you'll let them. Amen? They'll give you things and answers to situations that you didn't have before. They'll take you into places and help you in places you've never been able to help before. Why? Because you went in there with religious words, right? Because, you know, if you just speak, that's what he's saying. He's saying those are good religious words. Sounds good. 
You ever had people pray and they, they start using all the good religious words? Oh, thou Lord, we ask that you do, and they, and they begin to thou's and the these, and, and what they needed to do was love you first. What they needed to do was, was get a hold of love and then pray. Because then the prayer would have been born out of that love. And yeah, I know I've told this story before, but I, years ago I was in a, a Sunday school class, actually. And it was somebody else's Sunday school class, but him and his wife were having a baby, and they were having trouble having the baby. And they were ha- they, she had went to the hospital that morning. And, the, and the, it was a dangerous situation. And the class got together and said, let's pray. And, and God specifically told me before we prayed, he said, don't agree with every prayer prayed in this circle. And I said, okay. And so I started listening to the prayers. And there was lots of religious prayers. They were walking in all the light they have. I'm not judging them. They're walking in all the light they have. But there was a prayer God could answer. And as we went around the circle, finally the last guy that was right next to me, he just started crying. And he said, Lord, I don't know what's wrong, but I know you can fix it. Help them. And God said, agree with that prayer. Why? Because were the words all right? Maybe not. But the heart was perfect. The heart was perfect. And, and, and that's what God's looking for. He's looking for that perfect heart, that one that loves, that loves with the same love He loves with, that loves with the love that won't give up, that loves with the love that won't fail. It'll stand by you. It'll keep praying. It'll keep, it'll keep talking. It'll, it'll do what it needs to to make sure you get through. Amen? And that's the love He's asking us to work with. That's that work that He's asking us to work in. Amen? And, and, and that's the, that's the love that we need if we're going to speak in the tongues of men and angels. Amen? And, and because these are, these are religious ideas until they have a love anointing. Amen? It says in the next verse, it says, if, and if I have prophecy, and I know all secrets, and all knowledge. You know, you know what I, what I get when I read this? You know, there's a lot of, of, religious stuff out there that looks just like church sounds just like church well, obviously because they're saying i could have prophecy without love but it would have no value and so that see that's what we need to look at in in our own lives is am i getting a profit out of everything i'm doing for god if you're not getting a profit because remember, at the end of this verse, he says it profits you nothing. In other words, if you're ending up in the red after everything you do for God, then you don't need to check God. Check love. Don't check what you're doing. Check how you're doing it. So many times we're, we could be doing the right thing the wrong way. Amen? Because there's a way to do it. And, and, and you know... Uh, the desire to be right sometimes is more than the desire to love. You know, we would think love would be easy. But Jesus gave a commandment. He said, I, I, I want you to love one another. This is my commandment that you love one another. And you would think that would have been easy because you're asking me to love the people around me. But yet in the churches that he wrote to, Paul wrote to over and over, there's divisions, there's schisms, there's what? There, he's, he's telling them over and over again, don't let these things in. Why? Because we're too peopley. Right? We're too peopley. Well, we gotta be being so peopley. We, we allow things to come in us and through us that have nothing to do with God. We use churchy words 
and do churchy things and hope for churchy results because that's what you're going to get. But when you do God things, that's a love thing. God is love. So you can, you can just, like just, you can go to the very first verse of the Bible. And in the beginning, love created the heavens and the earth. Amen? He's in, he's in it and all through it with his love. Why did he create? Because he's love. He had us in mind when he created the heavens and earth. He created it out of his spirit and out of that spirit of love for us. In his mind, he's like, they're going to love this. I can't wait to give it to them. Why? He's creating something out of the very spirit of God born out of love. Why? It has to be born out of love. He is love. It can't be born any other way. Amen? I mean, your healing, it was purchased by love. It says love sent His Word and healed you. Love sent His Word. The love of God, the love sent Word for you to be healed. Amen? Because why? Because He loved you. He loved you and He didn't want you sick. He, didn't, he wants us well. Not just because He likes well people. He loves us. Love is not... Love doesn't have... Sometimes we need to let love be love. Love does things that we're trying to do things to prove love. When If we would just love, it would prove itself. Amen? Look at, look at Luke 6. I don't have it in my notes, but let's, let's try to find it. Look at Luke 6, uh, maybe like 24. And if we need to back up, I'll tell you when you get it up there. Nope. Let's go forward, actually. Go to 25. Nope. Go to 26. We're going to get there. 27. There you go. This is what love does. It doesn't, you don't have to make yourself love your enemies. If you'll walk in love, you can do that. It will do it. That's what it does. Love loves. If you're walking in love and your enemy comes up, you're going to love him. Why? You're walking in love. Yeah. We, we don't have to cause it to work. It works. What you have to do is walk in it and follow after it to make it work. Amen? Yep. And, and so if he says, love your enemies, what's he saying? He said, I, w- I want you to go to a level that they said in the Old Testament not to, that you couldn't get to. Mm-hmm. What's he saying? Love didn't change. Love didn't change. I'm here. Love is the same. They could love their enemy in the Old Testament just like they could love their enemy in this. They just had to choose to do it. Love doesn't change. He said, I'm the Lord your God. I change not. It doesn't change. So the same love that God was in, in Genesis 1 that created the heavens and earth is the same love that Jesus is talking about right now. Never changed. Never got rearranged. Right? But but now what's he saying? He's saying, you've heard this, now I want you to hear this. He's saying, not only could you do that, now you could do this. And he's saying, if you'll love, you can love your enemies. You can do good to those which hate you. How? Love. Doesn't change. The subject's not changing here. Love. Love your enemies. Do good to them which, which hate you. Next verse. Bless them that curse you. That's love. What's he saying? Love those that curse you. 
Pray for those that spitefully use you. You can't pray without love. It won't do you any good. We just read about that. You can pray as long as you want and as loud as you want. You can holler all the best verses you want. If there's no love, it's a waste of time. Right? But if there's love, you can pray for people who despitefully use you and be successful in prayer. Amen? (laughs) But you have to want to first. Right? A lot of people don't want to walk in love because it's, you know, you, you think it'd be easy, but it's, it's against, it's contrary to your flesh. It's contrary to my flesh. It's, it's not by nature, if you're just going to let your human nature rule. You know, Brother Moore wrote in his wedding vows that, that, that we use, he said, let this love dominate you. And, and I think that's a good way to put it. We have to let this love dominate us. In other words, if we're getting ready to do something that's not this love, we want, we, we want to see that big flashing sign. You're leaving love. You're leave, now exiting love. Now exiting love. <laughs> right? You want to see that as loud and as clear as you can because you don't want to exit love. Because it is the answer to every situation you're getting ready to go into. It, it, it is not only the answer, but it will bring forth the answer. Amen? Amen. And, and, and as we look at it, and, and we do the things that we're asked to do, if you keep going in, in uh, Luke 6, and, and you just look at the things that it, that it, that it will do, we, we need to live in this everlastingness. It, it's an everlasting love. It's, a, it's an eternal force that... that that doesn't quit, doesn't give up, doesn't fail, and endures. You know, that, you know those, we, we look at these words when we just pass by them. Love endures. It doesn't matter what comes against it. That's why it can pray for its enemy. It love its enemy. Pray for those that don't like it. Why? Because it endures. Jesus endured every one of us while we were his enemy. And when it had and paid the price for us in advance while we were his enemy. He did, he's not asking us to do something that he didn't do. Why? Because he was full of the love of God. He was walking fully in the love of God. Every time he went somewhere, love was leading him. Love was leading him. Love. He was following love. He was pursuing love. He was a man, just like you and me, and he pursued love. And because he pursued love, you, you read all the good things that happened. Yeah. Healings happened. Deliverances happened. Freedom came. Truth, people were set free. Why? Because he was being, he was following love. And when you follow love, things begin to happen that love does. I mean, you look at the miracles he did. He, he walks up to the, the one boy's let down and then he says, be of good cheer, son. Your sins are forgiven. That's what love does. Love forgives. And he said, well, what's easier, to say your sins are forgiven or rise and walk? They're both love. What, what are you guys trying to tell me? What they're trying to tell me is we don't like you to love. We want you to law. Right? Yeah. We much, we, we'd much rather see you law than love. And see, that's what religion is. That's what these other three... When, when we When we prophesy without love, when we pray without love, when we give without love, those are all law. They're not love. But when we love, then, then we, bring, we bring value and we bring eternity 
into the situation. We now pray eternal things. You wonder why some of the prayers are in here from Paul? Why? Because they're born out of love. They're eternal. They still work when we pray them. Amen? If we'll receive the love they were prayed in and love when we pray them back out, they work every time. We spent, we spent week, week after week praying the Ephesians prayers. We, we spent time and, and we saw God do things. Why? Because we prayed together as one, together being a key word because a together is a love word. Together doesn't just mean you were in the same place at the same time. It meant you were together. Amen? Glory to God. And, and, and when we do these things, that, that's, what, that's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, if, if someone smites you on the cheek, turn the other cheek. And you say, well, yeah, if I do that, I'll be in love. No, if you're in love, you'll do that. You, you see the difference? We're trying to get to love by doing that. And he's saying love and you'll do it. If you'll love, the characteristics of love will come out. If you want to be a forgiving person, begin to follow after love. You'll begin to forgive without thought. Why? Because you're walking in love. You're following after love. Amen? And th- those are the things that, that we miss sometimes trying to get to love. We're trying, we're trying to be good enough to say we loved. When if we'll love, we'll be good enough. Amen? It's, it's not a question of, he's not walking in love, he didn't do this. If he's walking in love, he did this. Amen? It's when we walk out of love that, that we become normal. If we walk in love, then we become set apart to where the world sees us and they can't figure it out. Right? And see, the world is, we, we're, no, I'm not going to say that, but, we can, we can be different, but we have to choose. Love isn't going to fall on you. Love isn't going to decide for you that you're going to walk in it. It's not going to, you, we have to choose this love. We have to let it dominate us. I like the way he put that. We have to let it be the dominant force in our life. And, and that's what I've been endeavoring to do when, when I go out into the world I want to know when I'm looking at things wrong. And, and it makes me kind of upset with me because I see how many things I'm looking at wrong. But I don't care because I want to see it. Because I can't fix it if I don't see it. Amen? I don't want to be blinded to what, to what, the, to what love could do by not looking to see what I'm not letting it do. Most people are satisfied with only Doing the minimum. You know, I'm a pretty good person. I tithe, I go to church, I sit on the front row, I sing loud sometimes. You know, I, I do this, I do that for the Lord. That's not it. it. Your works aren't... We just read about your works. Without love, they don't mean anything. You can come to church every week. And if you're not coming for the right reason with the right heart, you probably aren't getting anything out of it. Except for the check box. I went to church. Amen? But when we begin to do those things in love, then all of a sudden we find ourselves being a more forgiving person, a more less judgy, peopley, cond- con- condemning. I mean, just look at the list of things he goes through. He says, he says, don't judge, don't condemn, forgive. And then he says, be merciful. 
like your father's merciful. What's he saying? Do it that endures forever. He said, I want you to be merciful with the kind of mercy that never quits. People say, I I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, you can. You just have to walk in love. Amen? Walking in love gives us that ability. God is love. That's why His mercy never quits. That's why, why? Because love never fails. Look at, look at Lamentations. These are hopeful verses. These are verses that give us hope because they tell us we can be and do something that we many times don't even try to be because we, we, it's too overwhelming to even think about it. Right? You mean, you mean I gotta quit looking at situations and, and, and giving my play by play? Right? Yeah! We don't need to play by play. Do you, do you know that everybody that's doing wrong things knows it? And they don't need you to tell them they're doing wrong things? Every time I did something wrong, I knew it. Unless I was a little bitty kid. Right? And then even after time, you're old enough, you know you're doing the wrong thing. And you try to see how long you can get away with it. But when you're an adult and you're doing something wrong, you know you are. You, you can fool yourself as long as you want, but you know you are. Where did I tell you to turn? Lamentations 3. Lamentations 3. Now i got my notes all in a... Oh, here we go. Verse 21. Hmm. This is a good. The Lord's helping us. Amen? What, what, what better thing could we do than walk in love? What, what better thing could we do? We, we'd be walking in the very essence of God every day. The very, the very, you'd be walking in Him. It literally, you'd be in Him. Why? Because He is love. And, and, and it's not, you know, you have to decide, well, I don't want to be mean anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you just have to get rid of mean and mad. You have to get rid of mad. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bummer. You have to get a lot, rid of a lot of those a lot of those things, those things you hold on to just in case, you know, I want to be angry one day. Right? i got to hang on a little bit of this mean in case I want to be angry someday. And we do that. We hang on to some of the dumbest things we could possibly hang on to that will help not you nor anyone you're around when we could grab hold of love. Amen? And have answers. And, and, and we, we, we tend to, you know, it's easy to drive down the road get upset, and say, man, Jesus is amazing, right? Because that didn't help. All you did was acknowledge that you're not amazing at the moment. But at least you saw it. But are you going to do something else? Not only is Jesus amazing, but he saved you to be amazing like him. Amen? Amen? And he said, he, he, he gave us this love, and, and through the Holy Spirit, it's in our hearts now. And so through this love, we can now react and act like God in the situations. Instead of not showing mercy, we can immediately show mercy. Instead of not forgiving, we can forgive. Instead of being in turmoil, we can bring in peace. We, we can bring in the qualities of love into every situation that we go into. And, and it's a good thing. Lamentations 3.21 says, This I recall to... To my mind, therefore I have hope. He's, he's going to recall something that gives him hope. Hope only works with love. That's how hope works. Do you know what the, you know what the start of the verse is? 
uh, where it talks about the love of God is shed abroad, shed abroad in our heart. Hope makes not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart. Hope has hope it can expect because of love. Why can it expect? Because of love. Amen? Faith works by love. Everything that God is works through Him. And He is love. So, so if you're, if you're looking for something to work out of meanness, that's why the devil wants people to think that sometimes he uses bad things. Because then they can't, then they've, then they've got love skewed. Right? Love, love is now, it's, it's now corrupted is what it is. Because it's the same kind of love you've loved with all your life. The kind that feels, and if it doesn't feel, then it doesn't do. Right? You know, I just don't feel like I'm in love anymore. You probably aren't. Right? You walked out of it some time ago. Love didn't quit. You did. Love doesn't quit. It fails not. We do quit love. Amen? This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because, why, why, why is His mercies we're not consumed? Because His compassions, His love in action fails not. In other words, He'll always take action on your behalf. It's never, He's never going to fail to be there for you, to be there with you, to be there under you, to be there beside you, but we have to be beside Him. People say, well, He failed me. Well, He was where love is. Where were you? Amen. You know, there's a reason it says go to the straight gate. He said there's a straight gate. <laughs> the, the, the narrow gate or the, the, the big gate, nobody even has to look for it. It, it, talks, it doesn't talk about finding your way into the, narrow, the, the big gate. It doesn't. It says there's a big gate and many, try to, many, many will enter through it. And then it says there's a small gate, a narrow gate, and only a few... Find it. So these are people that had to look for that gate. Amen? If you're not looking for the thing, if you're not seeking God, you're not finding love. Amen? If you're, if you're not seeking the things of God, you're not finding love. If, you're, if, if you got saved 30 years ago, but you never sought God to find out who He was, what, what His characteristics are, um, who He is to you now, then you've never found love. And, and so your ability in Christ is diminished because your abilities all lie within this love. Within this love, we can do all things. We can do all things within this love. But outside of this love, we can do all things that have no value. You, you, can, you can pray. You can prophesy. You can give. Right? You can bestow. I shouldn't say that. You can bestow. I don't think you can give, truly give, without love. I think, that, I think giving is an act of love. And so if you do give something without love, then you didn't really give. That's why there's no result. Amen? Because giving is the ultimate act of love. True giving. Amen? The Lord's mercies, we are consumed not. Same thing he said. What's he saying? His compassions, they fail not. Why? Because they don't change. They work the same way for every person, every time. See, people would like to think that if you're a bad person, his compassions aren't working for you. They're working for you just as much as they work for anybody else. Right? (laughs) He, he, well, he doesn't turn on and off. He's God. He changes not. You want to come to Him, 
you can have everything that he is. You don't come to him, you'll, you'll not have anything that he is. Amen? But it's not a good enough, if you're good enough, you can come to me. It's come to me, I'll make you good enough. Amen? I'll give you abilities in you to be who I've made you. Amen? He makes us something, and then he puts the ability to be who he made us by that love. He saves you with that love. He fills you with that love. And and in that love, you now have the ability to be what he saved you to be. All things become new. Amen? They're new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. What else is unfailing? His faithfulness. He's, He's faithful. He's a faithful God. He's doing faithful things. He's a good God. Amen? Glory to God. Wow, where do we go from here? Thank you, Lord. Um, go to um, Ephesians, and I'll read Romans. You go to Ephesians 5, I'll read Romans. Actually, I'll read 1 Corinthians 14, 1, because we were going to go there next anyway. So for, that's, this is right after the love chapter, if you will. And it says, follow after love. Follow after love. And, and if you look that up, it says pursue it. Pursue love. In other words, try to find it. Look for it. Chase it down. <laughs> Don't, in other words, follow what love's doing. Do, do, go where love is. Be what love is. Amen? It, and, and, and that's what they're saying. He's saying, follow after love and desire the gifts. Don't get the gifts and then desire love. You know, too many, too many people following after gifts and desiring love. You, you don't want to do that. You want to follow after love and then get the gifts. Because if the love, if the love's there, the gifts work. Yeah. Amen. The, the gifts will, the gifts will now do what they're designed to do. Why? Because the designer now is involved in them. Yeah. Amen. When we leave out love, we leave out the designer. You leave out the designer, the design's no good. Amen. Because you can't use it without the designer. Amen. Where did I say to go? Ephesians, and I and I went to First Corinthians, right? Okay. So it says, "Follow after love." And in, in Romans eight fourteen, it says, "For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of who? God is love. So as many as are led by the Spirit of love, they are the sons of of love, or the sons of God." And so if you're being led, you're following. What's he saying? If you're, if you're following love, you're the son of love. You'll have the answers of love. You'll have, you'll have the DNA of love. You'll do the things that love does. And, and, and see, that's, that's, where we're, that's where in church sometimes we get into this works, and we're trying to do the works that love does instead of loving and let it working. Amen? If we'll, if we'll just love, the works will happen. Why? Because you'll always have the answer at every time. You'll go into situations that you used to not know what to do. Yeah. And because you're walking in love, God will bring this up in you and say, do this. Yeah. And immediately that situation's good. Yeah. Amen? Why? Because you were walking in love. If you're walking in love, you can hear the answers of love. We don't want religious answers. Religious answers get you nowhere. Love answers get you everywhere. Yeah. Amen? 
Because that's, that's when you begin to let love be what love is. Let it, let it dominate your life and it will begin to do the things in your life that it, that it does. You won't have to make it work. It will work. Amen? And, and that's, that's where we, we're trying to make things work. That, that's pushing from behind. You don't want to put, you don't want to be pushed by love. You want to be led by love. Amen? And, and that, that's what love does. It leads. And so, as many as are led, they're following. I mean, you could actually read it that. You could say, for as many as follow the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Why? Because if you're following it, you're being led. Amen? Ephesians 5, verse 1. It says, be ye therefore followers of God. Be ye therefore followers of love. As dear children. What are your children of love? You are, you and I are children of love. That makes us love. We, we are love. We, it, it just, if God is love and I'm his child, then I'm a child of love and I'm love. Yeah. Amen? I mean, I got a whole bunch of bowers right here. Every one of them are bowers. Right? Because mom here is a bower. The kids are bowers. Yes. Amen? Glory to God. Because dad is love, the kids are love. Amen? Now, do the kids have to act like who they are? No. I didn't act like who I was for years. I got to believe my mom and dad didn't want to claim me as a Vaughn. They said, we don't know where that kid came from. Right? But... There was a choice made at some point in my life to serve God and to serve love and, and to walk after love. And, and even though I, we, we're, again, I'm not as far as I want to be, I'm going to get further. Amen. I, I want to get to where not, not only do I see that light, but I don't see it very often. Why? Because I'm working in it. I'm walking in it. Amen? I don't have to have somebody tell me I'm leaving love because I'm not leaving it. Amen? And if I'm not leaving it, I'm staying put right where God put me and where he, where he called me to be. And I'm following after love. It says, be ye therefore followers of God or followers of love as dear children. And walk, that word walk, again, means follow. One of the words that describes it is follow. And walk in love. So he says he wants you to follow love, walk in love. How many times can he put this? And then he said, here's how you do it. As Christ loved. He said, I want you to do it the same way that Christ loved. Everything we do is an offering amen, and a sacrifice. It, see, everything else is selfish. You think about that. But when you begin to be an offering, and everywhere you go, I'm an offering. I'm an offering. I'm here to help. I'm here to love. I can offer forgiveness. I can offer peace. I can offer joy. Right? But you also have to be a sacrifice. Right? I'll sacrifice my time for yours. I'll sacrifice my day for yours. I'll sacrifice. What will you sacrifice? Jesus sacrificed his life for yours. Amen? But, but if we, if we walk in this love and we love the way he loved, we don't notice. God, Jesus didn't wake up every morning and say, I just don't know if I can love today. Aren't you thankful that he was fully dominated by love? He was fully dominated by love. And every morning when he woke up, his purpose was to love. Amen? 
Because be guaranteed, if you think you've had opportunity to be offended, he was the son of God walking on the earth and people did not recognize him. They didn't, they didn't even, in fact is, they, they killed him. You have no way, you have no reason to get offended. Somebody called your poodle ugly. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what excuse can we think of that, how far do we need to go to find where we can be offended? Because that's where you stop following love. Because you can't be offended and follow love. It's not possible. People say, well, you just don't know what they did, or you don't know where I've been, or I know where you haven't been. In love. <laughs> I don't need to know where you've been because I've been there. And nothing good happened there. But when I walked in love, I found good things were happening all the time. And, and I would come across people that actually I had things for. Amen? If I had a word from God, it was actually a word from love. It wasn't just something I wanted to say or something to make me feel better about you know, or, or, well, I'll pray. <laughs> That's a cop-out. I mean, if it's all you got, it's all you got. Be honest. You know, don't say, well, I think I got something here, and let me prophesy. No, don't do that either. <laughs> say, you know what, I don't got anything, let me pray. But be honest that you're going to pray. Don't use it as, I need you to get away from me now, I'm going to go pray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's a peopley, churchy answer. A church peopley answer. <laughs> we don't want them. We don't want them. Glory to God. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3, verse 17. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded, in other words, What's he saying? He's saying, for, for you to operate the way you're to operate, I need you to, to dig down roots and ground yourself into this love. Amen? And he's talking to the whole church here, which is interesting because he says, the church being rooted and grounded in love, and then in the next verse, may be able to comprehend. Without rooting and grounding in love, you won't comprehend with all the saints. Why? Because if you're not rooted and grounded in love, you will get offended. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Something will bug you. Well, I'm not really offended, but that just bugs me. <laughs> Sounds a lot like offended, doesn't it? Yeah. Right? Now, I'm not really mad, but I'm tired. <laughs> sounds like mad. It may be a tired mad, but it sounds like mad. Yeah. Right? If you want to comprehend with all the saints, root and ground in love... And remain in love, and then as we remain in love, together with all the saints, we'll begin to comprehend what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the depth and the height of this love that we're rooted and grounded in. How far will it take us? How far can you go? How how wide is it? What, what, What can we do if we're rooted and grounded in comprehending this love? Amen? What if I comprehended everlasting? We don't comprehend everlasting. Everlasting. That, that's longer than forever. <laughs> do, you, do you comprehend it now? 
No, because you, your mind can't do it. But your heart knows it's true. Your heart knows that God is everlasting, that this love and this kindness and this patience is everlasting. We're, we're not to a place anymore where we can say, you're wearing my patience then. You can't wear God's patience then. You can't wear it even, you can't even wear a layer off of it. Right? Did your parents ever tell, son, you're wearing my patience then. And I'll guarantee you I tried. But see, God's not going to say that. You can't wear His patience then. And if you're walking and following after this love, then you have a constant flow of kindness, a constant flow of patience, a constant flow of love, a constant flow of peace, a constant flow of the things of God in you. Envy won't come because you're in love. Love doesn't envy. If you're walking in love, you won't envy. You don't have to not envy to be in love. You have to be in love to not envy. Does it make sense? We want to be in love. Glory to God. That's, that's where we're trying to get to. We want to be rooted and grounded in love. Look at Ephesians 14. Ephesians 14. Ephesians 14. Ephesians 4, verse 14. If you try to get to Ephesians 14, you've added to the book. We're going to have an altar call here in a little while. One, one quality of walking out of love is that you'll be very changing. You'll, you'll be upset. You'll be mad. You'll be happy. You'll be, because why? Because your happy is not based on love. You may have a temporary high of, of a day, but you won't, you'll be wavery. You, you'll swerve. Right? Why? Because you can't be in faith because you aren't in love. Amen? And, and it's a sign. And, and that's what he's talking about here. He says, he says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. In other words, whatever doctrine's out, whatever men are saying, oh, they said this, maybe that's true. No. Love is the only thing that matters. Amen? It says, by the slight of men, the cunning and craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. The very next verse says, speaking the truth in love. Truth without love is hurtful. Right? Well, I just told them what they needed to hear. No, you didn't. No, you did not. The truth without love is not what anyone needs to hear. They can't even receive it. Yeah. People say, well, that just sounds... This says to speak the truth in love. Brother Morse talked about it several times. We should have it by now. But yet, we probably are still getting it. Right? But speaking the truth in love, that's how you grow up in all things. Right? This is how we're going to grow up. Speaking the truth in love. That's how we're going to grow up. That's how we're going to hear. That's how we're going to talk. In other words, I'm not going to say, well, I just got to tell you the truth. That's the ugliest thing I've ever... That's not truth in love. Right? I can't believe you did that. That's just wrong. Let me show you five scriptures to show you how wrong that is. Do you know that being wrong and telling somebody they're wrong only puts them in condemnation? Speaking the truth in love will save them. Amen? It'll give them a way out. It won't leave them where they are. The the truth without love is condemnation and hurt. The truth without love 
you know, people read it all. You got people that read the Bible all the time and they're reading truth, but they don't know love. And so they don't see God. Because if you don't know love, you can't see God. And you'll see the Bible wrong. I always tell people, I'm like, if you're going to start in the Bible, I, I would suggest read John. John, John knew love. He, he knew, he, he called himself the disciple that Jesus loved. And, and, and out of all the apostles, John made it all his life. Died of old age. He knew love. Why? Because love will keep you. Love will save you every time you call on it. Every time you seek it, every time you ask of it, every time you knock at the door, love will answer. Amen? But you got to believe in that love. And you got to walk in that love. And we want to be that love. We want to walk out these doors and not love in church only. You know, what do you, what do you say in Luke 30, in Luke 6 again? If you only love people who love you, what thank have you? Yeah. You know, what, what are you accomplishing? Right? Every, he literally said, everyone does that. That's what he said. Everybody can do that. I gave you something that will help you do what nobody else can do except those who have it. This sets us apart. It makes us distinct from every other religion in the world because we're not a religion. Amen? This love sets us apart. It gives us a distinction. Why? Because we are merciful forever. We are compassion without fail. We are love that never ends. We are people who never quit. We are our our father's child. We're kind to the unthankful. We're forgiving to those who shouldn't be forgiven. We're, we don't condemn. We don't judge. What, why? Because we're not like the world. We're distinct. And, and you know, we, there's a way to stay in this love. I figured out I need to pray in tongues a lot more. Right? Yeah. We'll close with this. What is it? Uh, uh, where is that scripture? Jude. Yeah, Jude 20. Jude 20. You want to stay in love? There's a way to do it. You pray a lot more in the Holy Spirit. Yep. <laughs> right? It says, but, be, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves. So what's he saying? I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love, in the love of God. What are you looking to? There's mercy. Mercy is the love. Mercy endures forever. Well, you know, if you ever look at these verses, when you start seeing patience, mercy, forgiveness... You start seeing, uh, equate them immediately with love. They are a, pro, a, a product, they are produced by love. Yeah. Amen? Yes. And so every time we see them, we want, we want to think love. Every time I see the word mercy, I think love. Because it was His great mercy that He saved me with. Amen? And, and I'm thankful for that. But, but it's the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. But to keep yourself in this love, and, and then when you keep yourself in this love, it, it pulls you out, and it, you're, you're a distinct, different from everybody else. Because everybody else can't do this. But the church hasn't looked like this before, have they? I mean, we're splintered, like Brother Moore was talking about, yep. 
The church is so splintered and fragmented. Why? Because we're not all walking in love. If I'm walking in love and they know Jesus Christ, why do I need to tell them what's right? I don't need to, I don't need to push my thoughts on them. If they want to hear my thoughts, they can have them. But if they don't want to hear my thoughts, I don't need to not think well of them, first of all. Right? How many know you being right doesn't make you right? The only way that your rightness can convey to them is if they want to hear your rightness, first of all. And then you speak the truth in love. Without love, you can't convey the love of God to somebody else or the truth of God to anybody else. Amen? But if we're going to keep ourselves in this love and follow after it, then, you know, what the, the best thing I can say to do is wake up in the morning and pray in the Spirit. Right? Start praying in the Spirit. And, and pray just that way. Lord, I want to keep myself in your love today. I, I, I ask for your help. I'm going to pray in the Spirit right now. Everybody stand to your feet. We'll keep ourselves in the love of God tonight. See, that wasn't planned. We were falling in love, and it just happened. Glory to God. When you follow love, good things happen. But, but that's what you do. You, we, we, we pray and, and, and we believe God. And, and, we, and, and if you're going to keep yourself in the love of God, you want to keep yourself full of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of love, the, the Spirit that shed abroad the love of God in your heart. And so you want to make sure that Spirit's strong, strong in you. Amen? So everybody tonight, if you don't pray in the Spirit, you can right now. You can. You don't, you don't have to say, well, I've tried before. Quit saying that. You can do it. You can do it. We're going we're gonna to start praying. And when we do, you speak in the Holy Spirit. You use your voice, your vocal cords, and you pray. Amen? Don't wait for God to pray through you. It says you're going to speak. So you begin to open up your mouth and use words that you don't know. Amen? Amen. We're going to keep.